All right, we are now looking at region three. I love this region. This, this region is stacked. We got the number one seed, the San Antonio Horror, going up against the Jacksonville Penguins. So uh, San Antonio, number two overall, 112 strength to schedule, 18-0, the only undefeated team in the league. Um, they made it to the Elite Eight last year and flamed out. The year before, they made it to the Sweet 16 and lost there. Um, I mean, they, they got a really good team. You got David Shuett, the senior shooting guard, and Robert McSween, senior center. Um, those guys can play. I mean, they're, they're just really fun to watch. San Antonio is number three in offensive rebounds, number one in rebounding margin, number eight in blocks, number two in turnovers, uh, number seven in opposing points, number eight in opposing free throws attempted, number three in opposing free, true shooting percentage, number two in true shooting percentage. So that's a mouthful. They got a ton of things. Jacksonville, on the other hand, is uh, is not top 10 in any statistical category. They're the number 105 team overall, 14 and four, 234 strengths of schedule. Yeah. Um, I mean, they got Tra- Tyler Watson and Derek Jones. They're two senior um, guards who can light it up. Um, and that's what they that's what they rely on. What do you and see? undersized guys too. So you like to look at them for fireworks and and explosive play. Um, but and it's all they have. You're right. I think I think uh, I think it's nice to see them out there. They'll try to put up the biggest numbers they can. But man, San Antonio is a real nice top heavy team. Big, <sighs> huge ten at small forward. Xavier Giles in there at small forward, and he, he doesn't even need to play a big role because they get a center in there getting twelve rebounds a game. But they just have size and wingspan all over the place. They don't turn the ball over much. They're just really, really, really smooth and smart team. Yeah, great team. They, uh, they played – you know, you can look at their strength of schedule and say that's a weakness, but they beat the number three team in the land by 23 points in the exhibition play. And the only time they placed a challenger in the regular season, they played the number 50 time uh, – sorry, the m- number 50 team three times and kind of spanked them each time. So they, they've proven themselves that Norman – at number 50, probably would have been a better team if they weren't just getting ruined by San Antonio every time they played. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's move on. We got Wilmington, uh, the Warlords. Uh, they are number one in true shooting percentage, number eight in turnovers, number seven in points. Uh, so they got, they, got, they got a lot going on for them there. Fresno, led by Mario Dillon, finally making his first um, – NTT, number nine in true shooting percentage, nothing else. Uh, yeah, Fresno actually making their first ever NTT. They finally got some help to put around uh, Mario Dillon. So congrats, uh, Digroff, David, um, on making yeah. the NTT. For, but it's like, it's all up to Mario. And he seems like he's, he's up to the challenge. Yeah, and he's played well in their bigger games, too. Uh, late in the season, they beat top 10 San Diego, and they did it because Dylan put up 36 and 12 rebounds. So he's the kind of guy who can win the big game for them. It's, it's fascinating to see him here. 41 points a game, he leads the league, and he'll, he'll have some fancy hardware on his shelves when he graduates from college, finally. Um, yeah. Fun note about the Warlords. That is a top five name for replacing Washington Redskins here and where I live. So we're looking forward to a lot of warlords in our future in Washington, D.C. Absolutely. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it seems like it's going to be Dylan versus uh, Dalton and they're going to yeah. go back and forth. And that Dalton, for sure. Right. Look at Dalton's true shooting percentage. Obviously, oh. It's a horrible schedule. I'm not, yeah. there's no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to excuse that. You can't, you got, come on, man. You could play in the PNTT if you wanted to, you can play, you can play a little tougher schedule. <laughs> um, they lost the first game and then they haven't really played anyone since. So, uh, I, yeah, what do you see in this matchup? Now, I love watching Mario Dillon. I think we're going to get to see him put on a light show. Uh, Bernardo Dalton, he's he he has been feasting on these kind of poor teams. Um, when he gets up against even mildly decent team, College Station, he put up 24 under his season average. Uh, and he goes, he gets he puts up thirties against teams like Fort Myers and Alexandria. It, it his stuff doesn't impress me much. I, I, I don't care much for what he's been doing. He's, he's done it when it hasn't mattered. Um, I'm all in on the Mario Dillon show. Okay. Next up, we got the four uh, thirteen matchup. We got the Santa Ana thrill coached by tank dog, dog two, um, 16th nice. overall one sixty one strength of schedule. Uh, very balanced team. Joseph Michaels is a really good player for them. Giovanni Francis going up against Ames, the Hilton Magic, Johnny Orr. Um, you know, you got Dean Potts and Larry Shelley. I love Dean Potts. He's a great player. Um, yeah. He's a great player for them. Uh, and Yeah. So um, you look at Santa Ana. Santa Ana is uh, number five in opposing true shooting percentage, number six in offensive rebounds, number six in steals, number five in blocks. Um, whereas, yeah, whereas, uh, look at that. Ames, yeah, Ames is, uh, Ames is top 10 in, um, top, they're number three in opposing three points attempted, and that's it. So not a great strength and schedule. I think Ames might have their hands full in this game. We get to find out what's happening with the coaching at Ames too. They have a guy at point guard that needs not to be playing point guard. He can't shoot. He can't handle. He can't pass. Um, they got some real lineup problems because Albert Board just should not be running the show there. Probably they should be just giving it to Larry Shelley, who's their overall leading scorer at 18.4 points a game. Yeah, and you got to think, is is Johnny Orr still around? Or is he still playing? Because that doesn't yeah. seem like it. He's a very astute coach. He knows what he's doing. Um, it just makes me think. And and where they're strong at center is where Santa Ana has maybe maybe the best center in the league, 12 rebounds a game, 4.6 blocks, yeah, and she's sure. 13.6 points. Joseph Michaels is amazing down there. Yeah, I really like him. All right, next up, we got the 5-12 matchup. we got the Rochester Boy Geniuses, coached by Jimmy Neutron, going up against Blacksburg. Tough do matchup. They, do they have an active coach in Rochester? Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I've never seen him post on the board. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> so only that were true. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I like Jimmy. <laughs> uh, so Rochester's got – I mean, they got a good team, you know. Um, you got you got Raymond Glover. He's their he's their heart and soul. That guy, he's a monster. He's so good. He, I mean, I think I think he's plus nine. Woo. Um, yeah, five excellence or yes, six excellence and a poor. Or wait, no, there's six six categories. So five excellence and a poor. Poor yeah. hands, I think. 
but I mean, awesome. this guy's a monster, you know? Uh, so he's really who they, who they rely on. Blacksburg's really good though. You know, you got Luke Fry, Christopher Shoemaker. These are all guys that Jimmy wanted, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His recruiting class is sitting in Blacksburg right now. Yep. Yep. So Blacksburg is number two in steals. They're number nine in turnovers, number 10 in opposing points, number three in opposing free throws. Um, so they really rely on their defense. Rochester does too. So I expect this game to be very, very low scoring. They're number seven in true shooting percentage, number nine in rebounding margin, um, number four in blocks, number three in opposing points, number one in opposing three points attempted, number six in opposing true shooting percentage. Um, so yeah, what do you see in this matchup? I don't see it being too close, though. As much as I love Black Blacksburg's recruiting recruiting class, it's kind of all the talent they have on the team. Uh, they played a really weak schedule, and they're relying on these freshmen. Give them time to develop; they'll be fine. They'll they'll have impact later on down the road. But as soon as Rochester figured out their Twin Towers lineup last year, I think it was set in stone that they were going to be highly competitive this year. Yeah. Um, now that they have Grimaldo and Adler teamed up and blocking almost eight shots a game combined. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to Raymond Glover, obviously doing his thing because he's such an elite talent. Uh, those big guys lock up nearly everything else that happens on the court. And, and not only that, but Rochester plays well against other good teams. Uh, they have so many wins against NTT teams this year, like Bangor and Concord. I think they win. The, they, they took two against Bangor. They took two against Concord. So they're, they're a good team. They're, they're on the verge of becoming a great team and we get to find out this year. Yeah. All right. Next up, let's look at the number two seed Lansing, uh, the blue flower, the blue collar. Um, I mean, you look at them, they're led by Armani Smith and Sean block. Those two are really, really good players. They're going up against the Naples crusaders, uh, Naples, you know, they got Andrew Petrus. Um, and that's, yeah, that's the that's their guy. Lansing is really, really talented. We really struggle with Lansing every time we play them. They're number one in offensive rebounds, number two in assists, number three in points, uh, number eight in three points attempted. Um, and yeah, whereas uh, Naples is number four in opposing free throws attempted, and that's it. So they don't foul. But um, yeah, I, th- I think Naples can have a hard time in this matchup. I actually caught up with Coach Sam Whelan after his game tonight, and uh, here's what he had to say. Hey, guys, this is Coach Sam Whelan from Lansing. Just wanted to give a little recap of where we're at. Tough loss tonight in uh, the Conference uh, 15 tournament to Bloomington. Great game, went into double overtime, and we just came up short. Um, so we have we are the two-seed heading into a tough matchup against Naples, the 15 seed, who has been on fire. They've been playing NTT-type basketball for over a week now with that type of mentality, and our mentality is just not there. So we uh, we have to fight. It's going to be a battle, but we're hoping that we can get in that mindset before Monday. I mean, we'll need to be. So, um, And honestly, I just don't love our draw. We're going to be playing, if we do get past Naples, we'll be playing either uh, Frankfurt or Cedar Rapids, which are both great teams, great histories, great coaches, um, in both those squads, I just believe are really underrated. But I mean, you get to the NTT, and that's kind of every night, isn't it? So um, we're excited. We're hoping we can keep our confidence up. We've had a ton of success lately, 
And so we're going to go in with the mindset that we are the best. Um, because when you get to the NTT, I think that's the only way you can approach these games. You can't be scared. So um, we'll try to build up that confidence, get in that mentality. We'll be ready to go. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it's it's Lansing's game. I don't even know if it's their game to lose. I think it's their game to warm up. Uh, such an elite, talented team, and they always play against other tough teams. Uh, Armani Smith might put on a show, or maybe he'll just take a back seat and let his teammates have some fun for a change. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, yeah. They've lost the last two games. Look at Joseph Marzlock's um, back score from uh, <laughs> from the game today. He had twenty nine points. And 23 rebounds. He didn't do the greatest as far as uh, shooting percentage in that. I mean, it was a triple overtime game. They really struggle offensively today, but man, I, I don't know how many games a guy has had 23 rebounds. That's incredible. Jesus. So uh, let's look at the 7 10 matchup. We got Cedar Crapids, the Cheese Eaters, coached by Wiz42. Um, 27, 50, 15, and three. Um, they got that great freshman class, two, six, led by Mason, um, Mason Legner and Kenny Litt. Kirtland, um, two really good players. Uh, they're going up against Frankfurt. This is a really big matchup. I like this matchup. I think these are just two very solid teams. I'm excited to see what happens here. Joseph Hubbard is a senior, uh, the shooting guard. So you look at Cedar Crapids, and uh, they are number nine in steals. Did you call them Cedar Crapids on purpose? Because that was slick if you did that on purpose, man. I mean, I've been doing that pretty much every year. I don't do <laughs> Well done. I'm sorry. I should have let you go in your role. That was awesome. No, no one's ever called me out on it. <laughs> so, and then they're number two in true shooting percentage, whereas Frankfurt. Yeah. Uh, Frankfurt is number six in free throws attempted and they are number six in opposing three points allowed. So what do you see in this matchup? So Frankfurt's coming off an elite eight appearance last year. Uh, they lost in the elite eight, but then they even won their next two games after that. Um, they, they did lose a couple influential seniors. They had a point guard who scored at a decent rate in a a power forward, but they seem to have replaced those guys. All right. Maybe I'm not in love with their point guard, but Terrence Borge has been very nice at, as an undersized power forward, 11.7 rebounds, doesn't turn the ball over. Um, I, I feel like Frankfurt can build off their momentum from last year and, and win some early NTT games. Uh, the, the team gels, the team works well together. I, I like Frankfurt and, and I, I don't think Cedar Rapids. Cedar Rapids got this freshman class going together, and maybe Brian Thomas at small forward uh, has a chance to win it for him if he can really go off. But I, I think Frankfurt has a better team, and they're used to playing against teams who like to toss a lot of points at them. I don't think that phases them when, when guys go off against them. They, they still have a routine that they like to stick with. Yeah. All right. So next up, we got the three four team. We got number three, Helena, which is number seven overall, 40, 24 strength of schedule. Um, coached by Amanda, nineteen sixty nine. It's nice. Um, they're back in the NTT after a long hiatus outside of it. Um, very balanced, top to bottom. Manuel Smith, Marcus Ward, Jake yeah. Turnett, Paul MacArthur. These guys. I mean, they're they're really solid. They're going up against Syracuse Friars out of uh, Conference Five. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I can't in good conscience say anything about their team because they don't play anybody. 
They really yeah. don't play anybody. And then they didn't even win their conference, which is the worst conference in the league. Um, you look at, I will say, Syracuse uh, uh, is number five in offensive rebounds and number two in opposing free throws attempted. I'm glad you found something. Yeah. <laughs> Helena uh, plays a great strength to schedule, number 10 in steals and number four in three points attempted. So, I mean, I think Syracuse is going to struggle in this game. Yeah, and we'll have to watch Helena. I mean, over the next couple of seasons, they're going to build and build. They, they're kind of get to get some scrubs as seniors. They get a 200-ranked senior class that they kind of have to push through the system. Um, can they survive while those seniors are still on the roster and playing in two backup spots? Uh, maybe. They love their starters. They split up. They give everyone uh, – everyone's get 10-plus points a game in their starting lineup. Everyone shoots well in their starting lineup. And, again, like you said, this is against a real strength of schedule. You yeah. got to love Helena. Yeah. Um, next up, we have uh, the Plainview Butt Sniffers out of Conference 26, 14-4, um, 23rd uh, ranked, 80th strength of schedule. Um, you look at them, they're led by Ethan Shepard, their power forward, 17 points a game, seven rebounds, going up against Carson City Savages, BK544. 42th ranked. They have pretty good um, recruits. Um, yeah, good. some good classes. They have some talent on their, their side. Carson City is the number nine team in offensive rebounds, uh, whereas Plainview is number two in rebounding margin and number nine in free throws attempted. So uh, what do you see in this matchup? I kind of want to go for the upset here. Carson City, I really loved Andrew Andrew Stinchcomb, their uh, shooting guard coming out of high school. He scored 27 points a game as a senior coming out, and he just looked like the kind of guy who would fit in perfectly. This is a team that had a void in their scoring, didn't really have anyone step up to the plate last year and lost both of their guards. And then he comes in, and he just wants to light it up. Now he's been kind of tame, only 18 points a game in college. But he's balancing out with a senior, Blake Farley. He's kind of learning the ropes on this team. Um, it feels like this is a team that can explode. They have the kind of players who can really just jump off the page. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, let's let's go through this region. Um, well, yeah, who do you got in this region? Whoo. Like I said, Rochester coming out. So I, I, I have to find a way to put Rochester past Santa Ana. Um, and I can't do that. I think Santa Ana comes out. I think that, and it might feel like an upset because of their talent on Rochester, particularly Raymond Glover. But I think Santa Ana sneaks out and represents the top half of the bracket. Um, what do you see on the bottom half of the bracket, though? I think it's Helena um, that that comes out. What, do you think Lansing is better? You think they come out instead of Helena? I don't know. Lansing's really talented. Um, right. And, and they have the big guys, too. And yeah. I always underestimate big men, and, and it's to my detriment that I don't see these big teams coming with, with power forwards and centers. And yeah. that's where they're best. So they, they're kind of in my blind spot. Yeah, I mean, this, this conference is just loaded. Um, you know, for the bottom half, I got Lansing winning easily. I got Frankfurt. I think Frankfurt's going to take down Lansing in the second round. I, I mean, I really like Lansing, but I think Frankfurt matches up really well with them. Um, wow. And uh, they're just really balanced. They can tack you from so many different spots. 
Uh, it's a rivalry game. You, ne- you never know what happens in a rivalry game. Those two guys are friends from college. Um, and then I got Plainview taking down Helena and then Frankfurt going on to the Elite Eight. Uh, I got Frankfurt. And then on the top half, I got Rochester taking down Santa Ana. But I got San Antonio taking down Rochester in the Sweet 16. And um, I'm going to take San Antonio to the Final Four. I'm going Helena over Santa Ana to get into the Final Four. Okay. Helena in the Final Four. So that is our final. We have our, our final Final Fours. Oh, real quick before, um, before we move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are your players to watch in this region? So I, I was talking about uh, Lansing's front court. Um, I might underestimate them over the course of the of winning games, but Armani Smith and Joseph yep. Marzla will always win nearly every matchup they play down low. Uh, those guys are amazing. Yeah. I mean, Robert McSween is incredible. I really like him. Joseph Michaels, uh, Mario Dillon, obviously. I mean, that guy's going to be fun. How far can he take them? Can they push San Antonio in the second round? That's going to be really an interesting one to see if they can do. Um, Raymond Glover is incredible. I mean, I think Rochester is incredibly underrated. Um, Mm -hmm. I had them losing to San Antonio, um, but they could very well win, and they could very well represent this uh, region. Um, I mean – Sean Block, I like that guy a lot. There's some really good players, you know. So yeah, Bernardo Dalton too, who's going up against yeah. Mario Dillon that first game. Ethan Shepard, forgot about him. He's he's an incredible player too. So got a lot of players. Okay, cool. Next up, we're going to talk about our final four picks. So stay tuned.